Welcome back to the Becoming More podcast. We are on episode number 18. Before we get started, I want to ask all of you to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really helps the show. Here in Becoming More, we go in depth talking to some amazing people about how they have changed their lives dramatically and have inspired others to work towards the same. Today, I'm joined by Anthony Casenza. Anthony, uh, we've known each other since grade school. Yeah, for uh, a while. So, yeah. Uh, so it's nice to have you on the show. Welcome. How are you today? I'm um, good. Uh, thanks for having me here. Yeah, I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. You know, just uh, another day, another another dollar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, so Anthony, each uh, episode, I like to ask each guest what the what is the bottom line of your journey? Because Anthony said so. To quote yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I mean, so far um, I've, I've lost about a hundred pounds. Um, uh, it's been a journey so far, you know, and, and that was that was done over about twelve months in twenty twenty. So um, you know, I, I think while uh, everyone kind of went through the whole COVID thing and and lots of not great things happened in twenty twenty, I kind of took that opportunity to 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 lose a hundred pounds. So. That's awesome. And yeah, I know, I know we, we, we've chatted a lot about over the time about weight and stuff. And um, I also similarly used 2020 to my advantage too, because I had extra time. Yeah. I'm sure you had something similar. I mean, you also have children, so you maybe didn't have extra, a lot of extra time, but um, the, like just being able to use that time when you saw so many people, because I think there was like a statistic that anyone like millennials gained like 40 pounds during the pandemic and you lost a hundred in that year which is amazing yeah that's interesting you know uh, people have said the same people have said that they're like oh it seems like people have gained weight being home and things like that and um I, i don't know i it was i'm not quite sure if it was you know where i was like you know what i need something to be consistent so we'll do that i mean I still work, you know, I, I work in healthcare. And so, mm-hmm. um, like I said, they show up. So my, my work schedule didn't really change, um, mm-hmm. you know, but the kids were home pretty much every day. They did virtual pretty much all year. Um, and so it was kind of like, all right, I need to make meals all the time and stuff like that. And so, yeah, it just kind of kind of fell into place where, where that mindset kind of clicked for me. And that's, that's awesome when, when that happens, because I mean, once you hit, once you hit the mindset uh, barrier, like I, I call it a barrier, because like, you can even I, I even lost 100 pounds without having changed my mindset. And then it took until after losing that and getting it's mostly the um, like trying to lose the next 100 that got me in the mindset change. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I like to usually talk about like, usually guests I haven't actually met in real life. I quote real life like the funny thing is like we've known each other or of each like we weren't I wouldn't say we were friends growing in grade school but we knew who we were because we were both the big kids yeah, yeah. <laughs> in different <laughs> grades right yeah exactly um and you know uh so so we've known each other since like the mid 90s and this is 2021 uh and throughout like high school just saw each other and you know we both were big so it's just the head nod thing and yeah. as we're going down the halls and stuff like that um, so I know that you were heavy growing up. So that's usually what I ask guests if what their background is. But why don't you talk about like your background as a child, like about your weight, if you had like did did you try any like diets? Like because I know that we all know there were fad diets in the nineties and two thousands. 
um and and usually i ask um did you have like uh like a big gain at one time like say like some people have like a year when like you gain like 50 or 60 pounds or was it just like a progression as you were even though you were big just a progression upward to a certain point yeah sure so i mean growing up uh, like you said I, I mean i was definitely a big kid growing up um played football from the time i was like five until 13 um i actually started playing in eighth grade playing for the high school team mm-hmm. and um during one of the summer practices i got hurt you know and tore some things up in my my ankle and my knee and stuff and so the doctor was like eh, you, you can't sign you off to play anymore but um i mean growing up it was just kind of uh, um my, my whole family is kind of big our uh, i feel like our culture our, our we our family dynamic centers around food you know kind of mm-hmm. um you know it was lots of barbecues and spaghetti and meatballs and things like that and so um it was kind of encouraged though like playing football i was a lineman and so i was i was still quick even as a big kid because we ran a lot at football but um you know coaches were always like go home and eat meat and potatoes you need to be you know stuff like that and so uh yeah that was just the mindset that was you know no one ever was like hey maybe you shouldn't eat so much <laughs> mm-hmm. but I think as a kid like um like I was you know heavier and I guess I mean I, I think I steadily gained weight you know mm-hmm. as a kid but because I was playing football and and very active I mean we were always I was always active in something um you know it didn't really hit as much I think uh when I got to college I think is really when I started to see like bigger gains. And then obviously after college, like I look back at pictures now and I'm like, oh, wow, you were, I I was thinner then. So while you're in it, I didn't see that, you know, but um, I mean, obviously I was like, oh, I have to buy bigger clothes, you know? So I knew Mm -hmm. it on some level, but I didn't see it until I look back and see pictures. So. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of the same way whenever I do the, uh, like I do the transformation posts on Tuesdays and stuff like that. I don't do it all the time, but when I do it and I see myself and I'm like, I didn't like, I don't, when you're in it, you don't really realize it. Exactly. And yeah. then like, you know, now I, now I'm like the weight I probably was at the end of high school. Yeah. And it's insane. Cause it feels a lot different now being like much more uh, active and fit than I was then. Cause sure. you, you know what I mean? And um, cause I, I was, I was more of a nerd <laughs> uh, computer stuff and all that. And uh yeah. Yeah, so it's it's just a lot different once you do change and you're like, why didn't I do this earlier? But you know, it, you, you, everyone has their journey, so you can't really you can't really say that. But sometimes you think it. Um, so, so you talked about how you you know gain like up through college and all that, and then even after college, because then you get like into routines and all that, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so like, what was like the? So you, you decided to go last year. You lost a hundred pounds. Were there like, was there like an event that like made you like decide to just start or was it like just an accumulation of factors throughout like experiencing life and being, you know, uh, your weight and you said you're, you're, you work in healthcare. So like you're on your feet a lot. Right. So all that, like, like, like I'm assuming that plays some part in it too, but like, talk about that. Like what was it that made you start your journey? Yeah. So I've, I've been on this journey for a long time 
tried really since a teenager you know mm-hmm. tried tried so many different diets um uh cabbage soup diet um oh god you know. i had that one too that's awful <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? and I mean, I interestingly enough, I still like uh, like cabbage and vegetable soup and stuff. You would think I wouldn't after that whole thing. Yeah, I, I, I can't do cabbage still to this oh, day. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean that's rough. That is that's a rough one. So yeah, cabbage soup. Um, I've done Weight Watchers. I've done, you know, calorie counting. Um, even though back then it, it's easier now because we have technology. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I can look something up very quickly back then there's like you know a book and you're like oh, i don't know how to find this or um yeah <laughs> so uh tried a variety of things and so you know when 2020 started and and really kind of before that it was just an accumulation um you know things hurt like when you're this big man sometimes day-to-day stuff hurts knees hurt back hurts you know and i was just feeling kind of crappy like wasn't feeling my greatest um and so at work we they had started a a walking challenge and so you form teams um and so some of my coworkers wanted to do that i'm sorry it, it was a walking and kind of a weight loss challenge mm-hmm. and so my coworkers wanted to do that and um yeah i joined a team with some of them there were five of us total and that kind of started off in 2020 now you know i won't say that i started that and i was successful and you know went gung-ho full out on it because there were definitely times when I still gained weight during that whole process too but in general that's when I lost my first like 30 pounds over those I think it was like four months or something like that Mm -hmm. and so it was that point where I was like okay let's try to keep going you know let's see what we can do because I've lost 30 40 pounds before and, um, you know, like I, I've, I've been to that point multiple times mm-hmm. and then I stopped and then I gained and, and then, you know, so, uh, I don't know why that was just an odd, I just, I wasn't there yet. My mindset wasn't there yet. And, um, so that kind of is what kicked it off. And then I just kind of kept going and, uh, you know, I still had some of my friends to kind of help me stay accountable. Um, and so once that challenge ended, you know, I kept going, I kept updating, my weight loss and stuff like that using, you know, different apps and, and just friends, you know, posting on Facebook and, you know, people could see that. So um, that's, that's how it started. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Once you start uh, noticing it yourself, like, cause I remember when I first noticed it, it was like, I saw myself in the mirror and it was like, I was like 70 pounds down. Yeah. And I know, like I saw it in my face. I mean, my face now, like I don't have a double chin so much anymore. And, yeah. um, but, but even just like, it just noticed it. And I was like, you know, it looks a lot better um and it's it's it sounds it can sound vain at times but like we all have need vanity sometimes just to get us through because like sometimes you don't see the scale drop the way you want but you can you see like your clothes fit better you have yeah. a lot of non-scale victories out. um i don't know if you've had that many yet or so far that you've know like really had because i mean people can't travel and stuff with covid and all that but um, have, have you experienced any non-scale victories so far? So, yeah, non-scale victories are, are great. And, um, you know, the, the two that actually have stuck out to me throughout this whole thing is um, booths in restaurants. So like... <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> avoided booths at all costs, you know. And so there's still kind of a, 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 a squeeze for me sometimes, but like I can, I can sit in them without being super uncomfortable. So... Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, so that was one of them where, where I kind of slid into a booth, the very, um, I don't want to say fearful, but kind of fearful. I'm like, uh, like, you know, it was the only thing they had available. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is going to be embarrassing. This is not going to end yeah. well. And, um, you know, but so I slid kind of into that booth and I was like, all right, this will work. And then um, the other one recently, um, you know, was, I mean, going up and down stairs after a while, you get winded and, and really, especially, you know, a hundred pounds ago, mm-hmm. definitely going, going up a few flights of stairs um, were kind of, um, you know, get to the top and I'm like, all right, this is not feel good. This is not fun. And so recently we had to, had to run up two flights of stairs for uh, an emergency at work and I got to the top and I was like, oh, I'm okay. You know, so. <laughs> I mean, that was good. That was, that was definitely one of those non-scale victories. Um, yeah, that's you know, awesome. I, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I had the, the booth thing last, so we're, you know, we're about a year ago from when this whole release and the first time it was cause it was, you know, we were pandemic restrictions. So yeah. went to like, a, I was at a Longhorn Steakhouse, a friend up in, we were up in like York area of PA okay. and until Longhorn and all the tables which are in the center were all blocked off because they were like you know nobody's sitting there because of covid so i'm like oh okay so uh booth and i i hadn't tried a real booth like i, I just had a place i had a booth that was like bigger so yeah. i didn't really count that one because it was like huge sure. but then uh and sat and I, I sat down and i like almost like i got like i don't want to say cry but like it was like one of those moments where i was like emotional about it a little bit because yeah. because it was just so like it had been so long since I was able to do that. And I, I probably could have done it sooner, but I just, I always had it in my, it was another mindset thing where I didn't have it in my mind that I could do that. And I, I at that point I'd lost 200. So I was down, I was down about right around 400 pounds okay. or so or 415. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like you said, non-scale victories get me, get, get you through it. Especially once you start getting more active, like you gain muscle, you lose fat and you might not see the scale go down as quickly as you used to, but you'll see the inches go down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's something to pay attention to too. Like, uh, I just recently bought some new clothes. Well, it was kind of iffy. Like, you know, it's like I might be pushing it with with this kind of size here. But then I tried them on, and I was like, oh, that actually looks good. You know, in some places that I wasn't able mm-hmm. to shop. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, so I don't know if you shop at DXL or still do. Yeah. 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 So like, I re- like I recently had to go back there because I had to get I had to get shorts for the summer because. Like I usually shop at Kohl's, okay. but um, DXL is carries a lot more variety. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. at Kohl's, I'm in like in the upper end of their sizing sure. uh, for for most. I mean, I, I can wear like a three X, so I'm not in the top for the t- shirts, but for shorts, I was like, yeah. So I went to DXL and bought a couple pair, and it hurt my wallet. <laughs> but <laughs> when I was there, I was like, I was like, at least I didn't like because. So often when you're there, because it just is like it just kills me when I see like this price of like a graphic tee is like thirty five dollars or something. I'm like, we're we're talking like just because there's a little extra fabric, like compared to a three like a three X at any other store, is a lot less than the three X at DXL. So it's the same size, but just just because it's sold there, it's yeah, it's yeah. way more expensive and it just kills me. But um, but you'll get there when you get <laughs> um, and, and I like that we're talking because you're because I talked to some people that are kind of they've kind of gotten to their goal weight. So they've, they've hit their, they've hit, like they've done most of their quote unquote journey. I mean, journeys forever, but they, 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 they've uh, reached their goal. And I talking to you, cause you're like me, we're in the middle of it. 
Yeah. Um, so at times when you're in the journey, and I know you said you've been doing the journey since you were a teenager, do you ever like get discouraged while you're in it? Cause you just want to see it go down. Like you want to see the weight go down quicker than what it has been. Like say recently, I don't know how it's been in the last few months, but how, how, so a, do you get discouraged and B, how do you handle it when you do? Cause like, I mean, old me, I would go and I would like eat to say, to help my, when I get depressed or angry or happy or, and insert emotion exactly uh so, so, so how, how do you deal with it now compared to what you used to do yeah so i, I mean i definitely still get discouraged um you know and uh, over these past few months i've kind of been back and forth between the same you know 10 15 pounds or so so you know lose some gain some and um so it is discouraging i mean you know and, and i think the old me would have definitely been like you know screw it <laughs> like you know whatever but um and even now sometimes you know I'm like you know what I really want you know a cheesesteak and so <laughs> like I'm gonna do that but I've I've learned through this process through this past year that um I, I you can I can do that I can do that you know once and um but I know that that next day that next meal has to be something that is going to get me back on track. So, um, you know, because if I let it continue, then it will snowball and, and it'll just kind of keep going like it has multiple times before, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, you know, in terms of why, I think um, part of it is that I've come this far. And so uh, I think my mindset has changed a little bit to the point where I'm like, you know, you, you can keep going. You can, you can hit those bumps in the road and you can keep going. And, you know, I also think about where I was, you know, and so in terms of like how active I can be now as compared to where I was January, 2020 um, is vastly different. Um, mm -hmm. how, I, how I feel um, about myself, how I, how I think about things, um, you know, uh, my outlook ha has changed a lot. And so I, I think the way that I deal with that is just kind of, um, I, I've been slowly shifting how I think in general over the past year and, and how I can respond to that because, you know, it, it's very easy to just kind of binge eat and spiral just out of control and then feel really terrible about yourself and, and that just sets off a vicious cycle. And so um, I think forgiving myself and, and realizing that one bad meal or two bad meals, whatever, or an absolutely terrible day where I'm just kind of feeling crappy and feeling bad for myself, it doesn't have to reset the whole cycle. You know, it doesn't have to mm -hmm. turn back into that thing where like, I'm just going to give it all up. So yeah and and that's that's like so big is the giving yourself grace kind of thing where um so often you can uh see i mean people that are share their story and share and are more transparent about like when they mess up which i try to be when i do sometimes i don't because you don't always want to post like quote unquote failures sure. but um you know when when you do like so many people have experienced that too and like they're not gonna like I found on the, over my time of cultivating my 
group of people that I like on Instagram. Uh, I like to be around virtually, uh, you know, that they're going to be there for you, like rooting you on when you fail too. And like, I feel like community and support is such a big part of it too. Cause like, if, if you just had like uh, people, you know, when we're in high school and people would just call you a fat ass, uh, you, you know, you don't have that so much when you're an adult. I mean, they might say it, uh, in private, like outside, not to your face, but like behind your back, but you won't hear it so much as much now. Um, aside from the, like the kids at the grocery store that might see you gawk. <laughs> I, I used yeah. to get that, uh, but that's different. Um, but yeah, so, so it just, it, it helps like the community of it. And then it's also just like, you know, like you said, one meal isn't going to one, two meals, three meals, a week of meals that are not good. are not going to derail you uh, long-term. It might derail you for like a day or a week to get back yeah. on track, to get back from what you did. But again, it's like a lifelong thing. It's not going to be a, you know, it's not like flipping a switch and you're, oh, you're this new person. <laughs> you, you weren't for 30 plus years and, you know, it, it takes, it takes a lot of work. It's not easy. Um, but yeah, so I was curious, like, as far as like your nutrition that you've changed while you've been on this, like latest part of your journey the last year, have you like switched, have you done like certain types of meals? So like usually you hear keto, paleo, Weight Watchers, which you mentioned earlier, or like low, maybe low carb instead of being keto or paleo. Is there like some version of a, of a nutrition plan you followed or did you just kind of just try to be like more healthy and whole foods kind of thing? Yeah. So I, and that's funny because, so I, I learned about paleo um, quite a few years ago mm-hmm. and I was going back through some emails and, and that's when I, again, when I, in my adult life, when I really was trying to kind of lose weight, get healthier and had a lot of failures, but I learned a lot through that in terms of like eating whole foods and, um, you know, kind of undoing some of those, like, um, you can't eat, you know, whatever, or, you know, or, or moving away from some of like the quote unquote diet foods, because they have tend to have like a lot of sugar and stuff like that. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, getting away from some of that, um, what I, that kind of led then into keto. And I used to say that I did keto in 2020 and that's how I lost weight. But um, people who are hardcore keto continue to correct me that I wasn't really doing like keto the right way. And I'm like, well, I mean, I lost a hundred pounds, so I guess it was the right way for me. But, um, you know, I didn't count like macros. Like I like seeing numbers, but being that strict with it just wasn't for me. And so uh, I followed pretty much low carb, um, cut out a lot of processed stuff, um, mm-hmm. cut out extra sugars, um, really, you know, ate good quality proteins, you know, chicken, fish. Um, I mean, steak, like, you know, just good quality proteins, good quality fats, like avocados were a big thing. Um, you know, I didn't go like some keto people they're like, oh, you know, you can eat as much bacon as you want. I, I wasn't going that route. Uh, I mean, I had bacon, but I, it just wasn't the route I was going. Um, and because you know, you can do keto and you can still gain weight. Like yeah, exactly, it's, it's possible. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely possible to to do keto and still gain weight. And you know, people, I think some people gain weight on it, and they're like, I've been eating pork rinds all week. I don't understand why I gained weight. And I'm like, well, like you know, you got to get you got to get those healthy things in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely can't just eat pork rinds and bacon all week and then and, and lose weight you just you know uh, it doesn't work like that quite quite so much 
Um, so I really focused on kind of whole foods, healthy foods, and then keeping the carbs low. Um, for that year, I pretty much cut out like pasta, rice, um, potatoes, the, those types of things, the really high starchy things, um, and just ate, you know, lots of other vegetables, greens, and I ate carrots, which apparently is a no-no on keto, but I like carrots, so I still ate carrots, um, you know, but yeah, just lots of vegetables and roasted them a lot. Those, those seem to be my favorite way to get vegetables in is roasting them. Um, and so that's, that, that's what I did. Recently, I have added back in some like whole grains. Um, you know, I had a conversation. So back in February, I got diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, which is ironic because one of the reasons why I was losing weight is because I was always afraid of getting diabetes. <laughs> because I mean, it's just, I, I have a lot of diabetic patients and I'm like, wow, I don't want those complications. And then so, uh, so after losing 100 pounds, they're like, oh, hey, you're diabetic. But I was diabetic prior to that, just didn't know. Yeah. So, um, so on the advice of the endocrinologist, he's like, yeah, she, well, she, she's like, you can add in like some whole grains, like at a meal or something, you know, and just, um, you know, it'll, it'll, it's heart healthy, helps to protect your heart, helps to bring your sugar levels down. So occasionally I'll add that stuff back into, or, or have like mm -hmm. sweet potato, something like that. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I did. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of friends that have done many different things that I've met through this weight loss journey of mine since 2018, the latest one. And like, there's all like every version of every diet can work for people because <laughs> uh, my thing was with keto and I talked about this with um, Gormy on episode two was, you know, cause he's, his whole thing is, he, he, I mean, he's Gormy goes keto. Um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we talked about it and I said, and I've talked about, maybe I didn't talk about it in the episode, but I've talked to him about it other times. And, you know, I, I didn't do keto cause I, I like, um, I like cake and B, um, B was at the time when I started my journey and all that, I was on blood thinners for having a pulmonary embolism a few years ago. Yeah. And so I just, I needed my diet to stay consistent. And I was like, I don't want to go near that. Cause that's just, that's sure. pretty extreme. It, it's, it's extreme for, and I just was like, I'm on stuff that I think I'll just stay. And so I, I would always take one thing that I always do is I would take pieces of people's stuff that I would see. Yeah. So like I would take keto meal ideas and then just change them slightly. Like, you know, cause some I've seen keto meals that were like, Oh, let's use these four different types of cheese. And I was like, how about we use one yeah, <laughs> um, or, or, or just other stuff. Like where I, instead of like, um, everybody loves cauliflower rice right now and I can't do it. Like, I just don't like, I don't like cauliflower. So um, I would just use brown rice. Right. Yeah. Stuff like that. So I, I would slightly change and brown rice is obviously not keto, uh, but but it, it's, it works for me. So, but yeah, and, and, and that's what it is. It's about, building, I find it's about, and I think what you're, same thing you're saying is build a sustainability through it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And so like I gate, like I allowed myself, like, you know, I'm in a bunch of keto groups and um, not always the most popular answers because people ask questions, you know, about, well, you know, I want to have a cheat meal or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, lots of times people are like, you shouldn't do that. It's going to throw you off. It's going to take you another week to get back on track, et cetera, et cetera. And I always tell people, I'm like, for me, I did a cheat meal uh, once a week, you know? So 
usually um, on the weekend when my wife and I were both home together and we can actually have a meal together. Um, that's when I would do that. And usually it was not just a meal. It was usually that kind of that day or whatever, where mm-hmm. I was just in, I was mindful. Like I, I wasn't like, okay, I'm just going to eat, you know, 10 burgers and stuff like that. Like I was still mindful of what I was eating, mm-hmm. but I, I, I wasn't, it, it wasn't like, you know, always keto or low carb, but that's what worked for me. So like knowing mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I didn't have to be as strict and I still ate like fruit sometimes because I like fruit. So, you know, yeah, and not everything is the devil. And, you know, and I, I like the cheat cheat meal, treat meal, take your pick of what you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I like the, that to talk about that because some, I I kind of, people come to me with questions a lot. So um, about like what to do, like when they start like a diet, because they ask me what I do. And I was like, oh, I do low carb. And I just use that as an umbrella term. And the, the, like a lot of times the second or third thing they ask me is like, well, when can I have a cheat meal? I said, well, if you're starting to die, if you're just starting, cheat meal shouldn't be the second thing you ask me. Um, I I get that that, uh, you're like, I don't know if I can do it and all that. I I was like, how about we just focus on a week, (laughs) like focus on a week and then talk about a cheat meal. Um, But usually I'd say like three weeks in when you start, because that way you can kind of create a baseline of what you can do. Um, And cheat meals, I mean, I, I did them all the time. Now, right now I carb cycle. So on the weekends I have high carb meals. Most weekends, I there's usually one weekend out of every six that I don't. But that kind of helps me um, be able to have the stuff that I like, like have pizza, have wings, have sure. cheesesteak. I was in Philly a couple of weeks ago, got cheesesteak, right? Yes, yeah. uh, stuff like that. And, and, and then get right back on track, quote unquote track with the low carb. And it, it works. And it, it's even some, some simple stuff like you want a burger and just don't have a bun on it, right? Yeah. Or have, if you have two burgers, have one with a bun. And then the second one you can just eat without the bun sure. or stuff like that. Like it's those kind of hacks that I find um, help people. Because so often like you're like, I don't know if I can, like I can't just eat grilled chicken and broccoli every day. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it goes back to right. Um, yeah, and, and I can't either. Um, I, 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 I've said this before. I can do lunch. I can do like the same lunch every day for a week at work, but then by the weekend, that's when I need the carb cycle because I'm like, I need a change because I'm gonna go insane if I eat any more grilled chicken or whatever it might be that week. Yeah. yeah so, so I also cha- just changing up the routine helps because your body gets if you eat the same thing every day, your body gets used to it, uh, and and it knows how to you know fight it because your, your body's trying to fight you every single step of the way of the weight loss because it wants Absolutely. to store it right <laughs> that's, that's it's a machine it's not it doesn't care what you really want to do or that you want to uh you know be 200 pounds or 300 pounds whatever it is whatever your number is it doesn't care yeah uh, your body your body's like are you trying to kill me now like what are you yeah, yeah exactly you have come this far eating delicious things all the time what are you doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah, go go eat a go eat a piece of pie, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, absolutely, your body it, it does try to you know stop you sometimes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. So one of the other things, a couple of things I like to ask, um, is kind of it's what I call the f- uh, physical and non-physical changes of weight loss. So physical will be um, people that lose height, lose shoe size, physical, uh, or. And then others, but non-physical is 
you either lose or gain friends, family, like uh, because of like the way. So like the instance would be like kind of more other addictions, but food too. Like you, you hang out with people because this is what you do. And then you stop doing that thing. And then they are kind of, they kind of become more distant for whatever reason. Right. Um, or like gain people. Cause like if you do that challenge at work where you walked a lot and now like you might do more stuff with those people because you got into like this group and like you kind of push each other or something like that. And another one is another non-physical is confidence. Cause I feel like so many of us, like once we start to get rolling on this, like our confidence grows by leaps and bounds. Have you had some of that uh, during this leg of your journey? Yeah, definitely. Um, I do feel like my feet have gotten a little smaller. Like, like it's, it's kind of weird. Like, um, like socks fit better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shoes fit better. Like sometimes, like, I, I mean, this sounds silly to say, and unless you've been, you know, big or, or very big, um, like socks, especially like long socks can really be a challenge. And, and, you know, like sometimes they hurt, they don't fit over like your feet and your legs and sometimes socks that were supposed to go up a little higher don't because like your feet are bigger and they swell and stuff like that. Um, so that was definitely one of them. Um, I've gotten some cool new socks, which sounds dumb, but <laughs> I mean, you're a dad, right? So that's that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's what you get, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's definitely one of those things. Um, um, you know, I, I think um, the way I kind of said this before, the way I, the way I feel about myself, um, like I do feel like I have kind of more confidence. Um, you know, I think there are a lot of times where like, and even now, like I still feel kind of like an imposter, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, and I've, I talk to more people who are kind of more health conscious now, um, people that kind of go to the gym often or have, have healthier meals. And, you know, I kind of like, it, it feels better. It feels more natural. I shouldn't say better. It feels more natural now to kind of have conversations with them about stuff like that, because um, like before, you know, when I lost like 20 pounds and no one no one knew about that mm-hmm. talking to someone about eating healthy or you know exercise uh, you know I, I feel like people are thinking like really like what do you what do you know about that you know what I mean like like mm-hmm. do, you, do, you, do you know what you're talking about or um I, I always thought to myself that people are probably thinking is, is the fat guy really talking about you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like like this with us and so um I don't feel that way usually anymore, um, unless it's people that I don't know that I'm kind of like, well, they don't know that I, you know, lost all this weight so far. But, you know, the friends that I have gained or people that I've met who know that journey so far, um, it's just kind of a comfortable, like, mm-hmm. conversation to have with them. And, like, there's almost some credibility there. Like, it's not, I, I don't always feel like an imposter anymore, you know, where uh, I'm just kind of, yeah. Yeah. So, so like I, uh, so I don't know how much you tracked in my journey last year, but like I walked a lot while I was off because I was off from work because yeah, yeah. not in, not a first responder. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and then like last December I started going to the gym and, but I was going to the gym before that, but in December I started working with a trainer cause I was like, I want to actually know what I'm doing in the gym yeah. and, uh, and do better exercises that will help me feel like I'm progressing. And you know, now it's um, over six months of doing that because 
spoiler alert, we're recording way early for this episode. And, um, you know, I've like, I feel like a lot better. Like I'm much more comfortable in the gym because the gyms yeah. for any of us that were the size we were, it's a scary place because you, you don't want to be judged. Like you always think you're gonna be judged. And like, really most people don't give a shit about what you're doing. Um, every now and then, like, so there's this one guy in the gym that always gives me a fist bump after each time I do, like I'm in the room with him, like he'll, and that, that's so important too, because you're getting encouragement from people that you don't even know. And then, um, so I don't know if uh, you go to the gym or not, but the the other thing I was getting at was, you know, a couple, couple of weeks ago, like I noticed it's only like, it's only when I go on certain days, like later in the day, like around six or so. And you'll see people that like, it's mostly teenagers ish. And like that, they'll kind of like stare a little bit. And I'm like, I mean, I've lost 200 plus pounds. So I'm like, I feel fantastic. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but I still see like, I, you know, cause you always have that, you're always like observing the whole room, like looking yeah. at you. Right. And um, so I'm, and I just like, like I, I saw him kind of snicker and I was like, really and i just rolled my eyes i think i'm sure they saw me roll my eyes but but um so getting out of that ramble um do you do you go to the gym or do you just like just the walking because i know i've seen you hike on go hiking on your instagram yeah yeah so i i have a gym membership um i've had a gym membership for several years (laughs) and what's funny and i mean it's been it's been several years I was going to the gym as a guest of someone else um, mm-hmm. and I was going consistently and then I was like, you know what, I'm going to join. And, and so I joined the gym and then I did not go back to the gym since the day I joined that gym myself. Um, and and th- that was many things happened, you know, it kind of blew up with uh, the person I was going with just kind of schedules change, things happened mm-hmm. and, you know, we couldn't go anymore. And so I kind of lost that support. Um, and then my work schedule, um, like I work evening shift. And then, so, you know, it just, it, it just wasn't working because, you know, I had at least one child home for the past several years. So to find time to go to the gym, was just not in there. So I haven't yet. Um, I'm starting a new work schedule soon and, um, the kids aren't going to be home all the time now because, you know, things are opening back up. Um, they're going to like a summer camp and stuff like that. So, um, I do plan on certain going to the gym, um, but I mean, I would just walk a lot, you know, walking, hiking, picked up hiking, love that now. Um, and people like, you're right. It's like people do still kind of look and, and that's when then I feel like, oh, I'm still that fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 had a, I had a kind of funny story. So when I was in Philly, uh, with, I met up with two other Instagram friends, uh, friends, not just Instagram friends. and like we had never met up before we met in philly because i'm in baltimore now and they live in new york so it was a nice middle ground yeah okay and like we walked we went around the city like we walked from like we walked from reading terminal market i know i'm sure you know where that is yeah yeah. we walked from reading terminal market to love park to the art museum okay okay now me two three years ago no effing way am i walking that far i'm not even sure i walked to love park from reading terminal and it's like just a few blocks let alone the art museum's like two miles um but so we, we did this like we hung out all day and stuff and then we went to the rocky statue and like they they'd never been there so that, i don't think but so we got pictures in front of the rocky statue this lady who's taking the picture she's like and she, so one guy goes up and he's like he's lost like 270 pounds so he's like in the 
I think he's like in the 250s, 260s. Yeah. And then I go up, you know, and and she's like, oh yeah. And she's like, I like my men big. <laughs> and then and then and then when we ran up the Rocky steps, you know, the art museum steps, yeah. got to the top, did all that, took pictures. So one guy's like, you guys want me to take your picture? He's like, and I was like, no, nah, I'm good. And I had a Reese Hoskins jersey. He's like, Hoskins, Hoskins. He's like, I won't mess with you. You're a big guy. And I'm like, yeah. and, and I, I just said to them, because we were like combined, I think we had lost like 930 pounds, right? Wow. And, and wow. so, so, so I, I, said, I said, hey guys, I said, what's it like being a skinny friend? <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was just, yeah. Because <laughs> like we all, like one was 400, one was 500, I was 600, like at the heaviest, right? And yeah. I was like 200, just under 300. And then, you know, still uh, in 370s, right? So it's just, it's just like one of those times where you're like, <laughs> can't get away from it, but it's kind of like, this guy has no clue. I mean, because he doesn't. He's just a guy at the top of the steps. It's not any different. Exactly. But, 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 but yeah. that's when you're observing. You're, you're like, you just hear it and you're like, ugh. Yeah. I, I do try to remind myself of that too, because like people don't know your journey. People yeah. don't know what you've been through. People, because people don't look at you as, as like a big person and, and then think, oh my God, this guy used to be a lot bigger. Like, no, no one, like, people aren't thinking that, you know, people are thinking, you know, okay, this is just, you know, big guy. And, and um, yeah, I do try to remind myself of that, that people have, that they just don't know. And, and, yeah. and people, I don't think in general, people are trying to be malicious. Uh, I think, um, I think, you know, I mean, people have always said, uh, oh, hey, yeah, it's a big guy. Or again, yeah, I'm not going to mess with you, you know, things like that. Yeah. And, and, and I don't think they, I mean, I don't think anyone ever means it as anything uh, bad, usually. Like, I mean, yes, there are people who are genuinely trying to make fun of you for that. But I, I just think they're kind of in their own way trying to be like, hey, it's okay, you know, and, and you know, try to yeah. make you feel more comfortable. But uh, yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting. Cause I, I really think that most, most of the maliciousness kind of leaves once you get out of high school. Yeah, like yeah. There's too much, there's too much going on in everybody's lives to really care that much about like poking fun at people. Granted, I, you get some beers in people and it'll come out, but. Yeah. most of the time most of the time it's not gonna you're not gonna see it maliciously it's just that you do notice because like people of course notice i mean i told this um on an episode at some point and i said you know a couple of weeks ago i had gone to a restaurant up in again in york diner and i was sitting there in a booth and i saw a guy come in and he was like near my old size yeah and i was and i just was it was one of those things where i was like i was kind of staring but it was kind of not so much at him but at, that's what that used to be me kind of thing yeah. right yeah. and i was just like and i just was like i, I wasn't even I, I even decided now but i was just like um you know not um i guess astonished kind of because it's just like you don't really again you don't realize that when you're in it like how it is like you you just this is just how it is this is how it's it's gonna be it's kind of like you're your mantra when you're that big and you're like i'm not gonna let this affect my life i'm gonna do what everything normal thing and the truth is like you can do you can try to do most of the normal stuff but then you can't do everything like you can't even stuff like simple as i mean we both live in in, well i'm like technically a southern state i guess in maryland but we live in an area that gets snow yeah and shoveling snow is not easy when you're super obese yeah cutting the grass if you cut the grass i don't currently cut grass but i can pay somebody to do it but even doing that is not easy at super obese um walking around a, a mall with your kids i'm sure is not easy at super obese 
all, all those kind of normal things are hard. And it, what's funny is, um, it, you know, shoveling the snow. And the past two years in Pennsylvania, we had a bunch of snow. And I hate the snow just because, I mean, I, I like the snow I, as a kid. I, 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 I hated it once I had to take care of it. Exactly. Yes. Now that I have to take care of it, now that I have to still get to work, like <laughs> the hospital's like, hey, we know it's snowed six foot. Uh, see you when your shift starts. Be safe driving in. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, so like I have to get out there and get in. But, you know, this, so last year, um, well, before, before I kind of lost, you know, mm-hmm. weight, um, shoveling, I mean, it was, it was a task. Um, you know, my, my back would hurt. I'd have to stop. Like, it, it took a long time. And this year, um, you know, when the snow came, there were times when I had to shovel and some of it was a lot and it, it was a lot easier. It was less pain. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, that's, that's cool. There's still that doubt for me, like a lot of times, a lot of things. Um, like we're going next week, I'm going on vacation to the beach. And um, just today, I was just kind of sitting thinking like, oh my God, we're probably gonna like, it's gonna be a lot of walking. Like, and, and so before I'd get out of breath, Again, knees would hurt, back would really hurt, start to cramp up, just walking normal distances <laughs> that yeah. people walk. And I had to remind myself that like, I go hiking. <laughs> yeah. so, like, and like, I mean, they're not the most super challenging trails and stuff, but it's usually two miles, four miles. Like when we were just in Maine, I hiked the Jordan Pond Loop and that was a four mile kind of hike. And I'm mm-hmm. like, so I'm like, you, you can walk that. You're, you're fine. Like, don't, don't be afraid, but it's still that mindset. It's that old mindset where like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and some of that is too, is, you know, a lot of people you might hear say like, they like to kill their clone or, okay. or, or yeah. which was their former self, what sure. they call the former self. And I always say, I like to say is I, I never wanted to kill who I was. I wanted to be, I wanted to see myself who I, and who I wanted to be. Cause sure. I, I still am the same. I still have a lot of the same interests. That I had yeah. at that large size, because not everything is about talking about weight loss. Like I like, I like the obviously I like the Philadelphia Eagles right behind me, right? Yeah. Uh, I like, um, uh, you know, movies. I like TV shows, all kinds of stuff. Like I'm sitting in my man cave. I have movie posters on the wall. I have movie posters right in front of me. Um, and you know, like you didn't lose who you were. You just changed a very big part of yourself. And um, so often, like people want to like act like that person was a, like a different person than you. And I feel like that person's always inside of you. And it was that person that was strong enough to make changes that were extremely hard. Yeah. Oh, that's a great point. Actually. That's a, that's a great way of looking yeah. at Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I, I just like to point that out because sometimes I feel like people, I feel like it just gets forgotten because it's like you, you like all the, the kudos that you get as you, progressing and like you post weight losses and you post transformations and you put like or whatever it might be that's why i liked um like on your website when you post your blogs that you write and you have like certain ones about being diabetic or about different things and it's just like because you kind of have like a i would say like a holistic approach where you're like talking about different aspects than just the look at me i lost all this weight (laughs) yeah right yeah i think it's really cool yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, I love, um, like, I love that recognition. Like, I love, like, a kudos, you know. Oh yeah. And, and there have definitely been times where I'm like, oh, like, no one has, no one has said, hey, you look, you look good, or hey, you lost a bunch of weight, and I'm like, well, what's going on? But I mean, you know, I, I do, um, 
I, I try not to always make that the focus because mm -hmm. I think it is so much more like you need. Oh yeah. It, it, it is a holistic type of approach mm -hmm. where, you know, um, if, if you're just looking to move those numbers down on the scale, it's going to be hard because they don't always move down. And that's where like non-scale victories come in and stuff. But, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes I'm like, okay, I, I only, I, I lost a pound this week, but um, I feel better. I feel good this week. You know, I, I, I was able to do, you know, whatever thing, walk another mile during a hike or whatever. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's awesome. So um, kind of getting towards the end here. Uh, I like to ask everybody about a hobby or interest that they have. And I was just curious what yours is for this discussion. Sure. Yeah. So um, I, I kind of took up two different ones, two new hobbies um, over the past year. So one of them, obviously hiking. And, you know, I, I kind of posted about that um, on the, on the website and on my IG. Um, I mean, it's just a beautiful, like, I like beautiful hikes. I've been on some boring hikes. So I'm like, oh, this is not fun. So now I actually look for hikes where I'm like, that are really nice. Mm -hmm. um, so that uh, has just been really, really good. And obviously that's health related. Um, but the other thing I took up actually at the beginning of 2020, when I was trying to lose weight, and again, because of some of the coworkers that were in this group with me, was um, crocheting, which sounds weird for a guy. We'll call it brocheting, right? Brocheting, <laughs> so yeah. I, um, you know, my, so I have three kids. I have two girls. Um, they'll be five and seven. And then my oldest one, Harrison, my son, he's nine. And they would like see all these like little stuffed animals that they wanted. And so, uh, you know, I was like, and, and they were the crocheted things, like they're called uh, amigurumi. And so they're like, oh, we want that, we want that, we want that. And I was like, okay. And then my girls were like, oh, we want these head bows. And they were into those types of things. And so one of my friends was like, you know, they're like, you can make those, like you can learn how to do that. So um, I did, like I learned how to do those things, but it was really almost like a, I say like a meditative type thing. Mm -hmm. but it just becomes one of those things that I, that I did that kind of helped to, you know, calm, calm, calm your brain. One of those things where you can kind of like shut it off and stuff like that. So um, yeah, those are two hobbies that I, that I still kind of, that I enjoy doing right now. Awesome. So yeah, the, the meditative, meditative aspect of the crocheting or brocheting um, you know, I, I, I found that for me last year, the walk, when I was walking every day, like I walk like two, three hours a day, yeah. like just I'm sub development. I'm not like, not like I'm walking, uh, you know, through downtown Baltimore or something, but you know, I'd walk every day and like, I just found myself like, it was just cause I was just in my head. Like I was just like, like I not, like I listen to podcasts or I listen to music, but the whole time I'm, listening, I'm just like thinking about stuff, thinking about like whatever it might be for the day. And I feel, I think like that met that, opportunity to do that is really important yeah. um hiking so i know you said you were hiking in maine do you have any like other places you want to go like hike that you haven't been to yet like big like so like i went um two years ago i went to yellowstone and like last year last september we went to glacier national park and hiked oh, really and that cool. was pretty cool um it was different because i never saw my <laughs> I never saw my fat ass ever go wanting to go hiking. <laughs> yeah, seriously, right? I know, I know. Yeah, me either, me either. I'm like, oh, that, that seems like nice when people do it, but like, oh, it's not for me. But um, yeah, we definitely want to hit. So like my wife, um, 
we've always, you know, since we've known each other, um, have had kind of interest in like national parks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely want to hit Yellowstone and, and Glacier and Badlands. And um, there are definitely places where I'm like, yeah, I definitely, I, I want to hike these places, you know? And so there are places in Pennsylvania too that are beautiful, like, um, like the Pennsylvania Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like, what is it? Ohio Pile. I think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a good one, you know, where, so there, are, yeah, there's, there's a lot of places where I went to, there's still places in Maine that I want to hike. Um, you know, we took the kids on hikes kind of here to get them like prepared for it, but you know, we didn't do, we still hiked there, but we also needed, we also did things that they really wanted to do and see. So it wasn't as much hiking as like we had hoped or that we had wanted to do. Um, so there are definitely still places in Maine and Acadia that, you know, yeah. and, and there are some that I'll probably never hike. Like there's a really difficult one, like the beehive or something, which is like, you know, one of the hardest ones they have there. You would say mm-hmm. such, such a, such a cute name, like the beehive. <laughs> you wouldn't think it would be a hard hike, but it, I mean, it seems it's a pretty difficult one. So, um, yeah, so. the, um, I'm trying to think, uh, but yeah, oh, so, uh, what thing cool thing because you like you said national parks and i'm i got into going to national parks because it's like so it's nice and it's right like it's like it's safe and mostly safe because like it's controlled right in a way because that they have rangers and stuff going out so you're not like seeing the wild um so i like we went to in 2019 we went to pikes peak mount rushmore devil's tower we went on this trip from denver to seattle um yellowstone and then we hit up, um, we were in Washington, so we went to Mount, Mount Rainier. And um, so like while I was at Mount Rushmore, they had a, I, I saw they had like this uh, passport book for like the national parks. Yeah. And basically it's, it's like a passport and you can like, it gets at every national park, they have like a station, like the Welcome Center has like a place where you can get stamps. You can like stamp this book. It's yeah. kind of cool, it's kind of a little cool thing. It's a cool little yeah. thing. It costs, it costs like 10 bucks to get the book. But I'm like, eh, and it's just a cool thing. I have it in like a bag, in a, my travel bag. I just keep it in there. And then when I go somewhere, if I go somewhere, I can go hit a place that I haven't been. Um, my goal is eventually to get to all 50, one in all 50 states. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've got like, I've got like Washington, Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, uh, Colorado, and South Dakota now, nice. as well as, um, but I've never, like, I was in, I've been in Pennsylvania all my life. I don't have any from Pennsylvania uh, or, or Maryland. And Maryland has like Fort McHenry and Baltimore is a national park. Yeah. It's not quite the same as like Yellowstone, but it's still a national park. And just to get one from each state. And I think it's a cool thing because like eventually one day I want to do like the Alaska cruise where you go up to the glacier and all that. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. years away. Uh, and Hawaii is farther to get to too. But, you know, it'd just be cool to get those. Because um, hiking's, I even have like hiking boots now. Which is weird, because yeah, which which come really in handy in snow. They really absolutely. That's how I justify it too. I'm like, yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna need them for snow, but in reality, I'm like, I'm gonna take hiking seriously. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's pretty good. It's 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 nice out in nature. The only thing I you have to worry about out west is bears. Yeah. Because uh, I actually got I actually bought bear spray when I was in Glacier because it's bear country, yeah, and absolutely. it's a fifty dollar kind of bear spray because they know how to get you. And it's yeah. pressurized so it's not like i could take i couldn't bring it back because it was pressurized yeah. so i just threw it out because i didn't even use it 
and wow. I tried to sell it. Like I tried to sell it on Facebook Marketplace before I left. And of course, I got to we had flown in and out of Seattle because um, we used to live there in the summers with my dad. Okay. And so I was like, oh, it's an opportunity to go to Seattle again. So we just drove from Seattle to Montana and came and drove back. Okay. And then when I got back to the hotel in Seattle, somebody messages me and says, oh yeah, I, I'll take your bear spray. Because <laughs> I was offering it for like 30, 25 or 30 bucks instead of 50 because I just wanted okay. to get rid of it. Yeah. And then and I was like, yeah, well, too, <laughs> too late. Too uh, late yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Um, especially just, you know, you have, you had the opportunity to like get, get active and more ability to go hiking and then also just the picking up a different hobby, like the crocheting. Cause it's, it's something yeah. different, you know, and, and we've had people that have, I mean, we talk about sports and movies and stuff like that, but we had uh, one of the guests, um, I'm not sure if he's was, again, recording way in advance. He was in the like kite making and flying. And it's, oh. it's just like, and the reason I like to ask this is I think it gives more of an, uh, look into who you are instead of just like your weight loss story because while that's interesting as hell um, you know we get to know a little bit more and it's becoming the podcast is called becoming more <laughs> yeah. so, all right so um, you know what's funny you know what's funny about crocheting so like again that used to be something because it, it, it's 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 not a stereotypical like male thing to do you know and mm-hmm. so when I was doing it somebody was like Someone's like, oh, like crochet, like trying to like take a jab, like a shot. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, when you're when you're when you're a big guy, you're used to that. Just to yeah. something different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and so I just remember though, I said to them, and I was like, well, yeah. I was like, but you know what? Like, it makes my kids happy because like my kids, like my both of my daughters really love like hair bows and hair bands, and I can just make that stuff for them, and they're thrilled. They're so happy by it, mm-hmm. and um, you know, so I'm like, it really makes them happy, and so I'm like, well, yeah. I said so. I do do that. I do like that. And, and, you know, it's, I think, um, as a father, you know, I mean, it, it sounds cliche, but you know, I, part of why I do the things I do is for my children. Like, you know, whether that be, you know, crocheting things or losing weight, getting healthy, mm-hmm. um, you know, it is it's partly for them. So. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a big motivation, right. Uh, for so many, I mean, I've talked to some others that, you know, you, you want to be there to walk them down the aisle and stuff like that too, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and getting healthy is the best best way to ensure that happens. Yeah. All right. So, kind of wrapping up here, uh, I do a segment called Brett's Corner where I ask you five questions, and they're random, but they're the same every time. <laughs> uh, so, question number one is: What movie, TV show, or event are you most excited for in the coming year? Um, there, there are a lot of like little, um, kind of like local events coming up mm-hmm. like that, um, that my wife and I are actually really looking forward to doing. So like there's the hot air balloon festival, um, near us here, some Pennsylvania down in, uh, Lancaster, if anyone's familiar with Lancaster, I don't, I don't know who, uh, I'm sure the people who are listening are from all over the place, but, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, there's the hot air balloon festival. Um, a, a lot of the, the fall festivals are coming up. There's a couple of things happening like this summer um, that we're that we're looking forward to. And so we'll actually have the time to do it. And, um, you know, especially after 2020, where things were kind of just closed down and there wasn't much to do like that. So I'm looking forward to to a lot of those things that we used to get out and do in the community um, that, that we haven't had a chance to do. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of like stuff because finally this year you can do stuff. Uh, I don't know. Do they still do? Are they doing community days this year? 
Uh, I think they're doing community days. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I used to, I, I lived right behind, I lived the block behind it the one year when I lived in Shellington. So and that is a very localized talk about community days. But, <laughs> that is. <laughs> that really is. Uh, it, it, it's, it's like a local carnival. Um, all right. Number two, what are two non-health related goals you have for the next year? Uh, so um, one of them, uh, I guess, it, well, I guess it's not really, I mean, it is sort of health related, kind of more mental health um just kind of getting into like a like a meditative type practice like some of my friends um uh, have kind of started doing that and and i think uh in terms of like we, we started doing it at, at the hospital some of the doctors and stuff are have been leading like these mindfulness meditation type things and so there's been a lot of good like information about that um you know in terms of like the benefits and so I think I think that's one of the things that I want to try to do this year is kind of get some type of practice going like that. So mm-hmm. um, not really weight loss related, kind of mental health related, but um, yeah, that. And then the other thing I want to do is is try to learn a language this year. So um, you know, I took French in high school, know a little bit of Spanish, but uh, nothing fluent, and so I really do want to learn. Oh yeah, yeah, j- 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 just un peu français. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, yeah that, that, that's what I used. To, I, I was in Paris a couple of years ago, and that's what I said a lot. Yeah, because I took four years of French at, yeah. at our high school, yeah. and I took two, no, three semesters of Spanish in college because okay. they didn't because they didn't have French at the time. I because I was like, ah, oh, just do French again, but they didn't have it. And what's fun is when you take both classes and when you mix French in with Spanish because yeah. you don't realize you do it because it's just stuff that calls back exactly and uh yeah because stuff is very similar in those languages um so yeah that's cool uh do you have any language that you are thinking you might want to go for or is it just what like just something will hit you yeah i think i'm still back and forth between french or spanish because so like you i did four years of french in high school and then i took two semesters of spanish in college and um that is true my teacher my my professor in college she's like i can tell which one of you took french because (laughs) of how you're pronouncing certain things uh, so I'm kind of going back and forth between between both of them. I mean, for me, Spanish would be the most practical, but mm-hmm. uh, French I have a better basis for. So uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, might, I might do that and, and kind of. Yeah, just remember, it's it's L, not la, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's, right. That, that, that's where I used to always get messed up. Um, all right, cool. That's very cool because it's something different. Um, you ever use like the apps that they have like for language stuff? Like uh, a yeah. Duolingo or yeah, I have Duolingo. Yeah, Duolingo. I, I was doing that before I went. To, I was doing that before I went to Paris. That didn't, didn't help. It didn't help at all. But, but 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 what the best part is is like you just get on the app, the Uber app, and you don't have to type French. You can type oh, English because uh, I got really confused trying to use the Metro in Paris, and I was just like, all right, I'm just gonna use do Uber and just pay for it, pay a little bit extra, and know where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, I've never, I never realized how, so you, so you're down, you live in Baltimore, or yeah. in, in Maryland, right, yeah. yeah, so I went to school in Arlington, I went to college in Arlington, right mm-hmm. outside of D.C., yeah. I never realized how um, kind of easy it was to, to use that metro system, mm-hmm. until I've been to other places that have, like, subways and metros, and I'm like, this is confusing. <laughs> yeah, and, and then it's confusing in a foreign language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I, I don't know where I'm going. Uh, all right. Question number three, if you, if, I'm sorry, if someone came to you saying they were lacking motivation to stay consistent, what three pieces, 
pieces of advice would you give to them? Um, oh, that's a good one. So I think um, what helped me stay consistent is um, the, I, I kept it simple or, or went back to it being simple. So um, on days when I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, I can't do this anymore. You know, I, I would go back to those simple meals and um, thinking about it in a simple manner where every meal was a new decision. And so um, that's how I approached every time. And I was like, okay, well, you know, for breakfast, you can either, you know, make a decision to eat a Pop-Tart or you can, you know, have like eggs and some avocado and, you know, and so just by keeping it simple like that, or, um, you know, meal prepping, things like that. So meal prepping was, is another thing where I think, um, helped me stay motivated because when I wanted to eat other things besides healthy things, it was a lot easier to kind of reach into the fridge for a meal that I already had packaged and prepped. And, you know, if, if I was just not motivated to stay on track, that, you know, that same old meal may not have motivated me, but it kept me on track because it was there. It was kind of that crutch um, that I relied on, you know, and so it would kind of get me back in the mood. You know, I'd eat that meal and I'm like, okay, I can keep doing this. This isn't so terrible. Um, so yeah, keeping it simple, meal planning. And the last one is really um, go easy on yourself, forgive yourself. Um, you know, some people can, can really go about it um, hardcore for a long time and, and be really strict. And, but for me, and I think for a lot of people, that kind of almost sets you up for failure sometimes. So knowing that you're human, knowing that this is a long process, it's not going to happen overnight for you. And then, you know, forgiving you yourself for those mistakes, because you can just move on then, you know, if you're, um, you know, going off plan, going off whatever your plan is, and you acknowledge that and, and forgive yourself, you can move forward for that next meal or that next day or whatever, next exercise, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, uh, question number four is, what have you discovered about yourself during your journey or transformation that surprised you the most? Uh, so after I hit that like 40 pound weight loss, um, like I said, I've, I've lost 30, 40, 50 pounds before and put that back on and then some because I get to that point and then I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I did it. Awesome. And then I stop paying attention to it. <laughs> so then I fall back into those old ways. And so uh, this time it was that I, I can do it. I can go further and that, um, you know, like, like I'm strong enough, I'm mentally strong enough to, to continue doing that. So um, I think when you fail so many times, I mean, literally for like, you know, 20 years, especially like, you know, some 35. So if I've been dieting or trying to diet and trying to lose weight since I was like in high school, like 14, 15, literally 20 years of failures <laughs> of, of trying to do that yeah. and continuing to kind of gain weight, you know, you start to wonder, you know, can I actually do this? Um, uh, and, you know, I mean, I've, I've proven to myself that I can. And so um, now I have to kind of keep going, like, um, and 
I, I was really surprised and I tell my doctor this all the time. I, I, I'm still always surprised at the fact that I haven't gained it all back, that, that I'm still, that I've lost a hundred pounds and that I'm still moving forward and that I haven't kind of slid back into all of those old things. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that was definitely something surprising. And then I've learned that, you know, just, yeah. I'm good. I can, I can do it. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Um, and it's, it's nice when you see that you can do it and don't slide backwards. Right. Like, yeah. it, 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 I think it's more motivation, even, even in the times when you eat like an asshole and then you're like, Oh, I'm still like basically the same spot. Like I didn't really lose too much. Cause I have other healthy habits that I've developed over time. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. Question five. It's the last one. Um, my, it's my personal favorite one. Um, <laughs> If in 150 years, science fails to save us and all that is left is a book about your life, what would the title be and what would the blurb tell us about Anthony? Um, <laughs> I think something I, I, I say a lot is, um, you know, oh, I was, I was just getting ready to do that. My wife always, and my wife literally says to me, she's like, that's going to be the title of your book. <laughs> I was just getting ready to do that. And I mean, I'm a procrastinator. I really am. Um, mm-hmm. In college, I wrote my best papers, like, at the uh, during the twelfth hour, <laughs> like they're like it's due at midnight, and I'm starting it at like ten thirty at night, you know. Um, so, you know, I've I've put a lot of stuff off all the time, and um, sometimes I still do, but I, I think um, now, you know, getting getting better, being better, you know, is, is one of those things that I've kind of stopped putting off. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I still say, oh, I was just getting ready to do that. And, and sometimes when I think oh, I'll do it, I'll start this habit tomorrow or I'll go for a walk tomorrow. Like I'm off the next two days. I'm going to do this for tomorrow. And then I think, no, let's go do it today. So uh, I guess I've, I've stopped. I've procrastinated less now. And, you know. Yeah. Hey, that's good. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Um, well, that's the end of the questions. No, no more. Uh, so <clears throat> what I like to do at the end of each show is give you a chance to uh, plug anywhere that people can find you on the internet, like your website or your handles on social media. So go ahead. Sure. Yeah. So people can, can find me. So I have a website, fatdadgetsfit.com. Um, that's my name on Instagram. Uh, I think it's like fatdadgetsfit01 or 01. And, um, and the same thing on Facebook, same fatdadgetsfit. Um, so there's a place you can find me. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure I follow you on on a lot of things like Instagram and stuff like that. And we've interacted. So, you know, people can can kind of find me through you too. Um, yeah. That's kind of where that's kind of where I hang out a lot. So cool. And and I will um, add all those to the show notes so people can just click the link and find find your page, find your website, yeah. and check it all out. Uh, like I, I said, like I said, his website has a lot of good. Uh, uh, blogs that you write so that's always cool to read yeah it's more long yeah, form than instagram is yeah definitely still a work in progress um so i'm trying to get better uh that really should be a goal that i have this year i'm trying to get better at, at writing consistently on there mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean i love i love when people kind of reach out and, and chat and you know anyone can drop me like a dm on instagram or um reply to a post or whatever um you know i love i love talking with people so awesome all right well thank you for coming on and thanks to everyone for listening or watching this episode all the way to the end you made it congratulations make sure you check out like i said make sure you check out the show notes for links and anything and everything we mentioned in this episode 
be sure to check out my website, becomingbrett.com. You can follow me at Becoming Brett on Instagram and Twitter, and you can follow the show on Instagram at Becoming More Pod. Until next time, give us a five-star review, or if you don't think we deserve it, DM me and maybe we can work to make you give us that five-star review. And make sure you come back next week so we can learn how we can all become more.